Hi loves, and welcome to the With Love Always podcast, a podcast to help you live the life you were created for. We are your hosts and your friends, Bree and Marissa, and we're so grateful you're here. We pray you listen and leave feeling more inspired, encouraged, and uplifted. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast today. We are truly so excited for this episode. I know we always say that, but I feel like we're like little kids right now because we're going to be talking about growing in gratitude. Mm -hmm. We just kind of want to unpack how to change our mindset, understand how we can just be so intentional to incorporate more gratitude into our lives and honestly just the positive impact that that can have on us. Mm. I kind of wanted to give a broad definition of just what gratitude is. So gratitude can be defined as giving thanks or bringing your awareness and attention to the good in your life. Yeah, I think gratitude is something that we were so excited to do an episode on because, of course, like we believe that gratitude really like leads us closer to the heart of God. But no matter where you are in life or what you believe or, you know, your circumstances or anything, we believe that living a grateful life is so accessible to you. And it's something that is available for all of us to press into more. I think there's nothing more beautiful than when you meet someone who's just so grateful for every aspect of life. And ultimately on this podcast, like we want to champion each other towards that. Like we want to champion each other towards just truly being that person for yourself and that person for those around you. So yeah, we're so excited to talk about gratitude today because I I think it is something that doesn't always come natural, but something that I think we're all just kind of seeking more of in our lives. So true. I definitely, this episode was convicting because I was like, yeah, I just, we all can benefit from more gratitude. So yes. with that said, we truly believe that gratitude is not a feeling. So it's a discipline, meaning we have to make that choice daily. It's something we have to exercise. It's yeah. a muscle that needs to get stronger. And so that's why we really want to encourage you in that and give you hope that it might be challenging in the beginning, but it mm. truly does get easier and it will naturally kind of overflow from there. Yeah. Um, and also that gratitude doesn't have to be dependent on our circumstances. So we don't have to have the best life. In fact, yeah, I feel like there okay. isn't even a correlation um, with that. It's really just an appreciation for just the little moments like yeah. you were saying. It's like being um, in pursuit of that too. Yeah. Because I think I will say like as we kind of like kickstart this episode, I feel like especially on social media, we're we're seeing a trend of like gratitude, but it's kind of like the question mark of like, well, what does that mean? Because like we see people talking about gratitude through the lens of like a really beautiful reel or a beautiful life or like a highlight that they're sharing mm-hmm. on their story or on their feed. But it's like, I love that we're seeing social media push this narrative that like gratitude is important, but how do we like practically make that like accessible to us? And how do we access that even if our life isn't picture perfect, like you said, and if it isn't like a beautiful photo or a beautiful experience, like it's still something that is accessible to us and that we can have despite what our life looks like. That's so true. Yeah. And kind of going off of that, are you like in your current season or even just a previous season, like 
is gratitude something that comes natural to you? I feel like I view you as being like a very optimistic person who like mm. notices the joy in all of these little moments. But is that something you have to choose or does that kind of come natural to you? Mm. Well, thank you. That's <laughs> so sweet. Um, I would say as of now, because of years of like putting in the work to speak, I would say I am a naturally more grateful and optimistic person, but I want to share a little backstory of the reason why I've like arrived to that today. I mean, without, you know, even going into details, I have gone through a lot of challenges in my life, a lot of really tough things, like even in childhood and into my adulthood that really like tested that younger version of myself and I definitely had a lot of moments in my life where there wasn't joy, there wasn't gratitude, there wasn't even a lot of hope. And I think something that was so revolutionary for me was when I started to seek joy that felt like it didn't exist in my circumstance. And I started to be grateful for something that, you know, anyone else looking at would be like astounded that I'd even have one good thing to say about. And so I think. For me, I can say now that gratitude and being optimistic, if you will, is something that does come natural to me, but it's because of years of putting in the work and also like rewriting the narratives that were over my life in different seasons. Like I think Mm -hmm. back to like challenging seasons of my life where like I shared, I was just like in such a season of despair and just hurt and heartache and just was going through a lot. And I had two choices there. Like do I allow the things that have happened to me be the result of like negativity in my life and like sitting in this like low place or do I allow it to be the fuel and the motivation to be so the opposite of the experiences I've had and actually push me towards being the most grateful person, optimistic, joyful, encouraging person I could be. And thankfully by like the power of my faith in God, like I was able to do the latter and I was able to take the things that have happened in my life and allow it to push me towards living such a grateful life that like, even when I receive that now, like, oh, Brie, you're so joyful or you're so grateful or you're so optimistic. It's like, yes, praise God, because that is a product of a really hard road I've walked down. And all that's to say, I think even the statement of like, gratitude is something that does come so natural to me. I think that is also the power in the pattern. And so like I have developed patterns with myself of like, I'm choosing to be grateful even in moments it's hard. I'm choosing to be grateful in moments that are easy to be grateful in. And like, because I've like trained my mind and trained my response and trained my perspective to be one of gratitude, now it comes natural, but it's because I've put the pressure in that pattern in my life if that makes sense. So there's like a track record, like a history of me choosing that perspective. And so therefore now it just like is second nature. I think that's so true where I'm thinking back now of the people in my life that I feel like are the most grateful. Mm. And a lot of times they've come from the most challenging of circumstances. And I think it's those people where, like you mentioned, they're having to make that choice and they're 
number one, they see the goodness because they've experienced hardship, but also they've retrained their mind and they're choosing that amidst the good, the bad, there is always gratitude to be found and they know how to find it quicker than anybody else. And so that's something I hope that even like as we're speaking, I want to become better at. And I hope Mm. we all desire that because we, it's not about changing your circumstances. It's about changing your outlook in your circumstances. So and changing your heart. yeah, Yeah. That's refreshing to hear from you because I've only known you for like less than a year and I would consider you like such a grateful, joyful person. Yeah. But that's something that you've put in place in your life. And so now you get to live it out in a beautiful way. And I'm sure it's gotten a lot easier, but there were definitely times where I imagine it that wasn't the case. Yeah. And I, I think that's like truly like the highest honor and like the highest compliment to receive of like that I would be someone who'd be considered like a grateful person because I know younger versions of me or like past seasons of me would never imagine someone could describe me as that. But that just shows the power in the perspective that we choose. And so you know, to anyone who's listening, you know, right now, whether you are going through a really hard season or maybe you haven't embarked like in a tough season of your life, like no matter which end of the spectrum or which ever narrative is a part of your story, like either way, gratitude is so accessible to you and it's so yours for the taking. And so just let that be a reminder. Like even if my life in this moment can be a reminder to anyone going through a really hard season, like you can be known by the grateful life that grateful life that you live. So that's just a little encouragement. But all that's the same, Marissa. I want to hear about you. Would you consider yourself a naturally grateful person? I wouldn't. I would say that I hope that I'm getting closer to that, but that's definitely not how I'm wired. I feel like from a young age, I was very much a realist. Mm. So I just see the good and bad in circumstances. I always see what can go wrong before it happens. So Mm. I anticipate that not in like a negative way. Like I don't let that frame the circumstance, but I'm just always very aware of negativity and positivity. And I just see them in their fullness if that kind of makes sense. So I feel like for me, as I've gotten older and as I've tried to choose gratefulness, it's really been accepting, like using that to my advantage, accepting that I know what worst case scenario could be. I know what best case scenario is, but despite whatever happens, I'm choosing gratitude for those things like you were mentioning. So I hope that's an encouragement. You don't have to be an optimist to be a grateful person. You don't have to be wired that way. It's truly something that you can just learn to get better at. And I know that in my own life, God has constantly been reminding me of that. And it's just been so cool that as my faith has grown, I've just naturally viewed circumstances through his lens. And I realized that he is the author of my life and he wants the best for me, for us. And because of that, there is always so much hope and all just also like so many little details that are so beautiful. So I feel like when I'm struggling with gra- struggling to feel gratitude or exercise that muscle, I just try to see the world like outside of my lens in that mm. moment and just recognize all these beautiful things that are happening. 
Um, so I feel like we kind of already touched on this a little bit, but I just wanted to recognize that gratitude is hard. We can just say it so we can take a deep breath that yeah. it is challenging and we're not trying to minimize that. But is there a time that you kind of want to highlight? I know you're touching on just some challenges, but to speak to a specific circumstance um, that maybe can resonate with some people listening of just a time when you've struggled to feel gratitude. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like even just the statement that like gratitude is hard, like I just hope and pray and like want to acknowledge anyone out there who's like, you know, maybe wanting to start being a more grateful person or is like listening to this so far and you're just thinking of all the reasons why in your life, like you can't even imagine being grateful. And we just want to acknowledge that like it is not easy and it's not a band-aid and it's not something that we're like encouraging as a form of like dismissing what you're feeling. But and I'm going to share this example because it it's the reality of like you can live such a grateful life and you can be so grateful for the circumstances and the seasons of life you're in but also still feel discontent and also still still feel negativity and struggle and pain and wondering and question and so I think for me in my life like an area of my life that I do trust God in a lot it's so much, but also can struggle with gratitude is my singleness. And I think it's one of those things where it's like my heart and my spirit knows that God has a incredible husband for me out there. But until that day arrives, like there's definitely been moments in my singleness and even in my dating life where I have just felt so discouraged. And I've just been like, I can't even imagine like meeting my husband. And it's funny because right before this episode, I was updating Marissa on my dating life um, and just like sharing about a date that I had gone on this past week and, you know, just kind of ended that conversation with, gosh, I just like can't imagine when it's just going to feel right. And even that statement, though, it's like was it lighthearted in context, like I think it does expose a discontentment in my heart at times and it, it does expose like where I can struggle to feel grateful and though I'm like grateful I'm single and I'm grateful for all the things I've gotten to do that I wouldn't have been able to do had I been married or had you know if I'd already be a mom by now and I'm so grateful that that's not yet my story but that does not mean that it's not hard sometimes like it can be so hard to like want to be content in that especially when you know some of your best friends are married Marissa <laughs> um or you know and yeah so that's definitely definitely a huge one for me that I'm sure like so many people can relate to um another season in which I really was like also struggling with gratitude more recently so for those of you guys that know or may not know until now, I recently moved to LA about four months ago. I moved from Austin, Texas to LA. Praise God. I'm so happy to be here, even on this rainy day that we're having in LA. It's been crazy. Um, but I just remember like right before I was like like finalizing the details of me moving here, there was a lot of little things that had to come together in order for it to be like a sure thing that I was moving from Texas to California. And through that time, I remember being so sure, like I was like, God, you are moving me 
to LA. I have no doubt in my mind. My faith was like rock solid and, and so set on that. But at the same time, there were moments in which like I couldn't see what the future held and I couldn't see the details coming together at the pace that I wanted them to, that I had a lot of low moments that, you know, even someone who was following me along on social media during that time, like could have never have seen, but like moments when I was just like so discouraged, I was so low, I was like in such a spirit of defeat of like, there's no way that I'm going to move to LA, like there's no way that this is happening. Like I just was like struggling with a lot of disbelief. And I think in that it it produced like some discontentment in my heart of, oh gosh, I wish I wasn't in Texas anymore. Uh, I wish I was already in LA or uh, like I was just like dreaming ahead and like looking so far into the future. And it was just producing a lot of discontentment that wasn't allowing me to be present with the fact that I was meant to be in Austin for that extra month. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, like in the scheme of things, like a month is no time, but it's like when you're in it and you're struggling with discontentment, it can, it's just hard to feel grateful. Like, and, and you don't have to pretend that you're grateful. You don't have to pretend that it's like an easy thing you're going through. But I think in that, like the thing that really propelled me and grounded me was experiencing that discontentment and experiencing those low points, but then also being like, okay, God, I trust that you have me here for the time that you do. So in that, I'm going to be grateful. I trust that whatever is for me is for me. And so I'm going to be grateful. And so even though I didn't always believe there is a reason to be grateful, I chose to see it, even though I didn't feel it. So yeah, those are some of my examples. with the struggle with gratitude. Um, but yeah, what about you, Marissa? What are some like seasons or times that gratitude just felt like a stretch for you? <laughs> I I think as I was reflecting back on that, I share a lot of similarities. I think gratitude is so hard when I'm in a season of waiting or patience. Mm. And honestly, these past like post-college graduating during the pandemic, being like so up in the air with my job, living circumstances, we were living with my parents, all of these things. There was so much uncertainty. There was no like structure or like the vision of this life that I had always wanted to live kind of felt like it was crumbling. Um, So I think it's like, it's so hard where everything I desired just kind of felt like it was falling apart and it didn't make sense to me. And I just like genuinely remember in those moments, it feels like your world is ending. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, I can't even like, I don't even know what to be grateful for, which is so silly looking back now because that actually was like the most transformational season in my life. And I'm like, I would never want to relive that, but I am so, so grateful for that. Like I would not change that for anything in the world. So I even think just having that framework now where again, I find myself in a bit of a season of waiting. I'm just reminding myself of the faithfulness of God that he Mm. removed all of these things in my life only to replace them with these desires that I couldn't have even dreamt up. Like he redeemed every situation in its fullness. Like some like it was just wild so now when I'm feeling that when I'm like struggling specifically at the moment I've been just kind of struggling with my job and it's 
been challenging and has challenged me personally and like emotionally and just in a lot of different ways, which I think a lot of people can relate to. And that's not to say that I don't like love aspects of my job. It's just I'm in a tough season with it. But I'm being so reminded of the fact that that is when God is growing me the most. That's That's when, honestly, that's when I find breakthrough, right? When it gets hard, I feel like Mm. that's when if you keep pushing past that hard, there's so much goodness beyond it. I've seen it in my own life, in my friends' lives. So now it's actually, yeah, it's become a lot easier, I would say, or I don't know if I'd ever say the word easy, but (laughs) it's, I can find gratitude in the waiting and just praising God before it's fully redeemed because I know he's at work. So, and I know that I'm growing and what a beautiful thing. Like when we're facing challenges, it's beautiful to know that we're being stretched beyond our limits because we're growing and there are pains that come with that. Yes. Can I share something on that too? Please do. Like I just thought about as you're speaking of like jobs and careers. So Back, it's so funny that this was almost a year ago now, but April, what year are we? 2023. So April 2022, I made the decision to leave the corporate world and I was struggling with a lack of gratitude harder than I think I ever have in my life during that time. Like, I wanted to quit my job so bad. I was so discontent. I was so unsure of what the future held. And I remember like, I think it was like a month. I had like one month left of my job. I had already put in like my resignation letter, had no idea what was next, literally did not have a job lined up, had no, like, wasn't even applying for jobs at that point. Like I was just like so burnt out, so exhausted didn't know what I wanted to do next that I remember that one month left in my corporate job the amount of discontentment I felt in my heart was so strong because I knew that I was going to be quitting soon I knew I was gonna be leaving soon but also it was so strong because there was so much uncertainty there was so much of like I don't know what I'm doing next I don't want to be here but I don't know what I'm doing next and it was just like this weird duality that was like so paralyzing in such a hard season of my life that like a season it was like not that long like a month but I think there was a lot of anticipation like beforehand and I just remember I had to fight the good fight to be grateful because I just like everything in me every day would be like oh I just wish I was done I wish I was done I wish I was done I wish like I never, I didn't have to open up my work computer anymore and so on and so forth. But then what I had to remind myself of, and you said it so well, is that for whatever reason, like the waiting, there's, there's purpose in that waiting. Mm-hmm. And something I would always say, and like in sharing that story, hopefully this encourages someone out there who's listening and maybe feeling the same, like in a waiting or in a transition season or being patient on like a blessing or the next step is don't be surprised or don't allow yourself to be looking so far into the future that you're not giving yourself the space to be surprised at what God still wants to do. Mm -hmm. And I would tell myself that every day. I'd be like, okay, God, show me what you still want to do. Like, show me why you've given me another month here. Show me why I have three weeks left. Show me why I have two weeks, one week, one day. And I would just invite God into that. And I would be like, 
asking God, like, show me why you gave this time. Show me why I'm meant to wait. And the more that I invited that, the more that I was really just open-handed and choosing to be grateful for the timeline that was so different than the one I wanted in my mind, the more that I actually saw God show up in details and in ways that affirmed, oh, this is why I couldn't leave a moment sooner, or oh, this is why I had to wait, or this is why this, 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 that. And it's only through choosing to be grateful and only only through allowing myself to see the things that are worth recognizing as good things, even in the midst of a hard decision and a hard wait, that made that transition so much sweeter than it would have been had I just been negative about it the entire time. So... Yeah, I haven't thought about that in a while. <laughs> that is so relatable. Wow, I feel like I, if nothing else, I needed to hear that. And that was such a good mm. reminder. Praise. <laughs> such a praise. That's what's so cool, though, is like the season you're in, other people have walked through. Yes. And seeing so that, fun. that's even been such an encouragement in my own life is seeing somebody else who's been there and has lived it out. And now they're reaping the blessings and they're on the other side of it. That gives me hope because the same God that got you there is the God that loves and knows each one of us. Yeah. So he's going to get us there in his timing. Mm-hmm. And especially when you're in your 20s, like even a month, a year, two years, waiting for your husband, five years, whatever it might be. I've been waiting a long time. It feels <laughs> like an eternity. And so just like taking a deep breath and knowing that just surrender your timeline because it is like not up to us. There's so much at work, so much at play. You're growing so much. Mm-hmm. Like just recognize that that in and of itself is something to be grateful for. Absolutely. And so I hope that just provides a sense of freedom that we all, I think, need just to like take a deep breath and just be okay and understand that it's only going to get better from here. Yes, that's so good. So kind of moving on to the next section of we've obviously touched on why gratitude is so challenging. So with that, why does gratitude even matter? Like, why Mm. are we putting such an emphasis on gratitude on this thing that we have to choose that doesn't necessarily come natural? At least for me, I know that gratitude has a direct or joy and happiness has a direct correlation to how grateful we are. And it's not necessarily our circumstances. So it's really just, are we choosing to be grateful? And then you will feel joy. Mm-hmm. And that is so cool to think that I have access to as much joy as I want. Like I can have that in full abundance. I don't need to wait for the perfect life, quote unquote. Yeah. I can just experience that now. Um, And even to get kind of like scientific with it, I was doing some research before this and super cool. UCLA has a mindfulness awareness research center, which love that in and of itself, (laughs) but they've done studies and have found that regularly exercising gratitude actually changes the molecular structure of your brain for the better. So it's actually changing what's going on in your brain, which is wild. And something that I think, like, let's absolutely lean into that. It's cool that we can even identify that scientifically. Yeah, it's so cool. And if that doesn't convince you enough, (laughs) the Bible mentions the word gratitude 157 times. Mm. And the word thanks or thanksgiving is mentioned 72 times. Wow. 
And I was just going through and just verse after verse was coming to mind. And this one specifically um, in Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Mm. So I think that alone is so convicting because Gratitude isn't an afterthought. It's not a suggestion. It is truly a command because that is what is best for us. That's what's best for our brains, for our minds, for our bodies, our souls. We need gratitude in our lives. And we need to be giving thanks despite our circumstances because this is the will that God has for us. And that is enough of a reason to express gratitude. So... Bria, what are some signs that we might need to practice more gratitude? I mean, I thought I was pretty grateful. And then we did this episode and I was like, I could definitely use more. (laughs) So what are some of those signs that somebody needs a little more gratitude in their lives? Yeah. Well, I just like think about like, you know, when you're meeting someone for the first time or like you walk into a room of people. Like you notice the way that someone makes you feel pretty immediately, you know, like you Mm -hmm. notice the pessimist in the room, you notice the person who's always joyful or like always encouraging or whatever it may be, like you notice. And so I think a metaphor that I actually always rely on and, and lean on is when you squeeze a lemon, what comes out of a lemon? Lemon juice, right? So it's like when you squeeze a Christian, we would hope that what comes out of them is God. When you squeeze anyone, whether it's in conversation, not physically, of course, but like, (laughs) I mean, maybe, (laughs) maybe they they like don't want you to hug them and that shows they're not grateful. (laughs) Um, But it's like when you spend time with someone and maybe that someone's yourself, what is what are the things coming out of your mouth? You know, what are the the first thing when someone asks you how is your week? You're, are you like, oh, let me tell you about it, or is your first instinct, oh, like let me tell you about it? You know, there's there's such a distinction there, and I think really analyzing in your life and in anyone's life, the first thing that we tend to speak on, to share about, to talk about. Are we finding ourselves complaining more? Like whatever, whatever that looks like, those are usually telltale signs of like what is predominantly within someone. Mm-hmm. If you are around someone and their first instinct is to share, I don't know, like ask you about your day or, you know, invite, I don't know, in a deeper question or a deeper conversation, or maybe they're really encouraging or they're really present and they're locked in and their, you know, eyes are just set on you because you know that they're like listening to you. What whatever example, it's like that is such a testament that this person is probably a pretty grateful person because they have the ability to be so present with you. And maybe you're that person. But you know, when you're talking to someone and it's like, they, they always miss the silver lining. Like there's no such thing as silver lining. Like it's always negativity or complaining or, you know, everything's good, but in always filling in that blank, I think that's usually a telltale sign that something is a little off and gratitude could be, it could come into the conversation and into the equation. And I know for me as well, like, 
and not that like I think feelings are they're so valid and and they are such an expression and honestly a gauge of like what we're going through in our life I think though like if we are so dominated by negative emotions and negative feelings like if you find yourself in low places like day after day after day and you maybe it's something small maybe it's something big either way valid you're so seen in that but if you are not equipped with tools to like even get one percent out of it I think that is also a sign that introducing gratitude and and a gratitude practice into your life would be something so beneficial for you um do you know what that reminds me of I totally forgot about this because obviously it hasn't happened in a while but growing up I remember at the dinner table my dad is such a person of gratitude like he writes Mm. down every morning like his list and just overflows with it um and we if we wanted to complain about something, we had to say something we were grateful for That's right after. So cute. Which I love and I didn't think much of it at the time. And honestly, knowing that you're going to have to come up with something grateful afterwards kind of about that situation would just inevitably like remove what you wanted to complain about in the first place. So I loved that he did that. Yeah. And it was honestly just so powerful and something that I need to remind myself that like first of all acknowledging that complaining is normal but it's like you can say that circumstance and not let yourself get stuck in that cycle of I'm just gonna complain and dwell on this and be negative like let's choose to see the goodness amidst it and let's be creative and actually think what could be happening that maybe we're not even seeing and recognizing uh I love that that is the sweetest thing ever (laughs) and it, it also just like reminds me like I think one of the ways that we as humans sometimes can like try to like initiate a false sense of bond is like when you're complaining over the same thing, you know, whether it's Mm. like you're, you have a coworker and and you two, I know I used to have coworkers like this and I was that coworker that was like, we're just like gabbing of like, yeah, like this is so silly or I wish it wasn't this way or, you know, finding something to complain about and like creating a bond But the thing is, is like when you're creating that bond over negativity or something that, I don't know, is just draining, that bond is so fleeting and that bond is actually more depleting of your time and your energy and your headspace than it is like actually bonding and like life-giving. And so it just like makes me think too of like, I think gratitude can sometimes be mistaken as like toxic positivity of like, oh, you're always so grateful. You're not actually acknowledging like the reality of what this circumstance is or what this problem is or who this person is. But I think they're so, so, so different. Like toxic positivity is not the same thing. And so I don't know. I would love to hear from you, Marissa, like what are your thoughts on gratitude versus toxic positivity? Yeah, I love that you mentioned that because I think it's so important we distinguish that because I would just say the number one like telltale sign is gratitude or with gratitude, you don't have to like minimize your circumstances. Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of why we wanted to start this whole conversation off by talking about how hard gratitude is and recognizing that there are a lot of challenges and life is hard and we want you to 
accept that. I think it's so healthy to even just say that, like finding freedom and saying that this circumstance is hard. This job is hard. This friendship is tough. Mm, And like nowhere in the Bible does it promise that like life is going to be easy. It fully recognizes the challenges. So we don't want to minimize those by any means, but I think that's when gratitude is so powerful that you don't have to wait for redemption in those circumstances. You can do that in the moment because you have hope and you have your eyes set on the future and finding the goodness of what can come. So I would just like encourage you to, yeah, find that balance, like journal it out, recognize that things are tough, process that in a healthy way, process that with your friends, but then also just challenge yourself to then also like the dinner conversations you can like say how you're feeling that's good we want you to do that but we just also want you to invite gratitude into that conversation as well yeah and I think also like going back to like toxic positivity versus gratitude in my eyes like toxic positivity is like the complete suppression dismissive or dismissal whatever that word is of like your circumstance so it's like pretending everything is good and therefore that is your source of positivity the ignorance of it whereas like gratitude is i am so painfully aware of like how hard something is or how uncomfortable something is or how much friction i'm feeling at work or how much i'm struggling in this friendship or maybe i'm arguing with my partner or my spouse it's like you are so aware but even despite you were choosing to believe and put your hope in the fact that there's going to be something good to come out of this. Like there's something to be learned. There's your character is meant to be refined. Whatever it is, you are seeking the silver lining not to mask or dismiss what you are experiencing, but in order to have hope that this will be restored. And so that's where it's such a separation because I know even in my life, like I've definitely seen myself try to default to toxic positivity by completely like ignoring what I'm going through. But Mm -hmm. also like in that, and it was something we were talking about, like there's been times in my life where my friends like were not able to relate to me because they're like, Brie, do you ever struggle with something? And I was like, oh, wow. Like I think that I'm being a a like a not a gracious person I'm being a grateful person but I'm actually like dismissing what I'm going through so it is kind Mm -hmm. of a fine line that you have to like navigate between the two of like you can't just be positive like great gratefulness and positivity is so different yeah I think it's telling the full story I think that's even what's powerful and what I've seen be encouraging as I'm sharing stories and trying to provide a sense of hope. Part of that is Mm -hmm. recognizing that this was so challenging. Mm -hmm. I did feel this way. Like I am such a work in progress. Like I think the moment I started actually being vulnerable and sharing that people were able to actually connect with me and relate so much more like you were sharing. Yeah. And I don't want to deprive people of that. I Mm. want to tell the full story. And I think it's so powerful when you can say like, this is so hard, but also I'm grateful for hard things. I'm not just grateful for the things that are easy. I'm grateful for every area of my life because it's my story and it's my life and it's going to get me to, you know, like it's going to get me to where I'm supposed to be ultimately. And 
Yeah. And it's not even like, I think there are certain areas of your life. You don't even have to be grateful for those specific areas. Mm -hmm. Like there are awful things that happen that you don't need to find like gratitude in. I think it's It's just that you can find gratitude and hope for your life as a whole and the world. And you can even be grateful for other people. If you don't feel gratitude for yourself, be grateful that there's good things happening in somebody else's life that you're getting to witness. Um, That's so beautiful. And I think that can just, we need to have that joy in order to carry on. So I love that. With all of that, if somebody is asking like, okay, I love this. I understand that gratitude is a choice. I want to have more gratitude in my life but they just don't really know where to start and they're just a little bit lost, what would you suggest they do to just start like tomorrow having more Mm. gratitude if it just feels like this daunting task? Yeah, I I love that so much. I would say the number one thing for me is how I start my day. So my morning routine is absolutely everything to me and it it really is so true and maybe you've heard it before but the way you start your morning sets the tone of your whole day and when we like take that seriously and we take that as like such an invitation of like how do I want to set myself up for my entire day which therefore is setting me up for my entire week which therefore is setting me up for my entire life and so I really try to focus in on my morning routine and I think for me, like one of the ways that I love just allowing gratitude to be an overflow of my life is the first thing I do when I wake up, which I personally choose to wake up pretty early in order to like accomplish everything. But I just like allow my morning to be like my time to really fill myself up on every single level. So I do that physically. I do that spiritually. And... I don't know what other word I was looking for, but I do, I do fill myself up on like the soul spirit and physical level. So I personally love waking up and I love to read. So I'll either read like 10 pages of like a book I'm reading and then I'll transition into like journaling and prayer and like reading God's word. And then I love to like end with like just listing out things that I'm grateful for. And for me, when I'm like listing out things I'm grateful for and like reviewing them and and just like brain dumping them that morning, I really try to be intentional with this. Like don't write a list of things you're grateful for that could be on anybody's list. What is something that's so specific to you, whether it's like a conversation or whether it's, I don't know, something small that you notice in, in the detail of your day that made you smile, like get specific with what you are grateful for. And then I personally love to go work out afterwards, but that is my morning routine. And I just like also want to acknowledge that like everyone's morning is so different and what people have time for is, is so, so, so different. So I I would say to speak into someone who's maybe just starting out and really wanting to put this to practice, but also don't, (laughs) don't want you to feel overwhelmed to think that you have to wake up early and accomplish all of this. I would say just like fixate your your mind, your heart, your spirit in the morning on one thing you're grateful for, whether it's one thing you want to remain grateful for throughout the duration of your entire day, what, one thing you're grateful for that happened to you the day before or that week, but just allow your heart and your mind to just really be so focused on at least one thing. And if you have a journal, write it down, just document it. And like, 
I think there's something so beautiful when we journal and like document things because it gives us the ability to then reflect a week later or a month later or a year later. And I think for me, at least, like I find so much joy in looking back at old journals and being able to see the different things I was grateful for and like how God has like multiplied those things through choosing a grateful heart or how he has blessed those things or how those things have just transitioned and grown. And so those are some of my ways that I personally love to remain grateful. I also love to take myself on walks. I feel like daily walks are such a must for me. And I think they're a must for a lot of people, but I think I'm really intentional with my walks because I think it's my specific time to have eyes open and even mind open to just be receptive to things I'm grateful for. So even going on a gratitude walk of like, I love gratitude walks. Aren't they so good? Like, and whether that gratitude walk is like you listening to your favorite podcast, maybe ours, um, or music or listening to nature, it's like a gratitude walk, whether it's like five minutes, 10 minutes or an hour are such a beautiful way to just begin incorporating gratitude. So all that to say, like, this is what I personally do in practice, but find one little tiny thing that you can do and start whether it's five minutes of your day or 10 or an hour and just start there and like watch as you become more grateful like it will just multiply and you will want to spend more time sitting in that place and focusing on those things I fully agree I love that you said start small I just pictured somebody like just writing down on a post-it note and like sticking it up on their mirror or like on their desk I think it can be such a minor thing but yeah truly when you start practicing gratitude it is so addictive where I find the more I'm doing it I'm like catching every moment I'm like I'm so grateful for this and this yeah and then suddenly I'm like feeling the need to tell people how grateful I am or how grateful I am for them and so I think it's just uh, such a powerful thing and I just want to kind of wrap up the episode and leave you guys with that just the reminder that gratitude is contagious mm-hmm. so I just want to encourage you in this moment to Whether it's writing something you're grateful for in the moment, putting it on a post-it note or writing it down on your phone or texting somebody and saying Mm -hmm. how you're grateful for them if that for you is easier. I know sometimes for me it's easier to show gratitude towards other people versus like immediate circumstances. Mm -hmm. So I just want to end on that note and I just truly hope this starts like such a beautiful cycle of just abundant gratitude. Yeah. And as we get to hear what other people are grateful for, I know that stirs up ideas in our own life where we're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think to recognize like the fact that I can move my body and that I'm healthy. Those are beautiful things. So I hope it just becomes a beautiful cycle. Anything Uh, else you want to say? No, I think that kind of just touches like this introduction to the topic of gratitude. And of course, there's so much to be said in so many other ways we can dive so much deeper, which we absolutely will in in future episodes. But I just pray that this introduction to gratitude would be such an encouragement to you. And you just know that we are ultimately so grateful for you and everyone listening, because that is what makes everything that we do say and share so worthwhile. So we're grateful. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now it's time for a fun little segment. 
to be giving thanks. Thought it was very fitting for the episode. Perfect. So jumping right in, Brie, what is the small moment you were grateful for this past week? So my moment's actually from this morning. So my roommate has a friend visiting her that's in town from New York. And this morning we all like spontaneously at 7 a.m. decided we were going to go to Air One and give this friend from New York like the authentic LA experience of going to Air One, which for those who don't live in LA, Air One is just basically like a glamorized... My second home. My second home. (laughs) It's like a glamorized grocery store essentially, but... We all went to Air One this morning at like 7 a.m. We brought our dog, Isla, my roommate's dog, and we just got breakfast, and then we went and got coffee, and it was just like a really sweet, like unexpected start to a Friday morning, so that's probably what I'm grateful for this week. What about you? That sounds so amazing, and mine's kind of similar. Last, or I guess technically it would be a week ago, we had our sister-in-law so my husband's sister was in town and we just like first of all she's the best human ever Mm -hmm. and I just don't feel like I get to see enough of her so there's something about having somebody you love in your home in your like she lives out of state so in our state and just seeing her like have a nice little vacation and spending quality time I feel so full and I'm just so grateful for her in moments like that Ah, that's so sweet. I love it. Okay, so next, someone you are grateful for. I know there's so many people, but I don't know. Who's like the first person that comes to mind? Uh, Well, you, duh. (laughs) Well, of course you. Um, But aside from you, because that is an obvious one, I would say, I mean, gosh, I have so many friends that I absolutely love. I could, could never name them all enough. Um, I think the first one that comes to mind right now is my friend Anna. So Anna, if you're listening to this, I love you so much. Um, just grateful for her. She's, I mean, sent me a voice memo even today, just encouraging me, which I feel like just set the tone for a grateful day. So, oh, that's so that's sweet. What I would say I love that. I was just thinking of my dad because number one, I talked about him being so grateful, but it was also his birthday yesterday. So just got some quality time with him and my mom. And I'm just so grateful for them. And they've been so encouraging of the podcast and everything and just Mm -hmm. in every aspect of my life. So can never thank them enough. Okay. A place you are grateful for. Okay. So this one is honestly like... I don't know, maybe like obvious or I don't know if it would be obvious. (laughs) I honestly thought about saying that, but that is a no, Brie. So like as I was driving over here, it's like currently a rainy day in LA. Like I mentioned, I was driving through like Topanga Canyon, which for those don't know is like near Malibu. And I just like keep having moments since I moved here of like, I am so grateful to live in Los Angeles. Like I love LA. I'm LA's biggest fan. And so I would say like truly just LA, but honestly the state of California. I just, I feel so grateful to live here and I mean that so sincerely. So that's probably mine. (laughs) Just so beautiful over here. I love it. I love having people that didn't grow up here because I did grow up here. So 
it just like restirs that excitement yeah. that I have living here. And I feel like even in this past year, I don't know what's changed, but I truly feel like I've had fresh eyes mm. living here. And I'm like, I just cannot get over the beauty. So I was thinking of, it's kind of goes hand in hand, but I wanted to say specifically the home we're living in now. Oh my gosh, you guys, I wish y'all could see this <laughs> home. It's a dream. Um, And it actually, so the story behind the home is that my dad bought this house when he was my age and then they had my brother in this home and then they um, left it when they were pregnant with me. So it's really cool to see that this home that my dad bought when he was like single and like has now lived on to be such a beautiful part of my husband and my life and mm. our story. Having that connection to it, I think is so beautiful. And it's been like the first space that we could really create. Well, it's I guess it's the proper first space of like my husband and mine's that feels like it's ours. Yeah. And also that we can like provide a home for other people. So yeah, I'm just so beyond grateful for our home. That was truly like a beautiful God story. I love that. That's so beautiful. Final one, a recent challenge that you are now grateful for. I know we brought up a few. So what's something that's like super recent? It can yeah, be small. I would say, honestly, it's probably marathon training. Ooh, so yeah. I, for those who know and maybe don't know, I am training for my very first marathon and I'm not on the other side of it yet. My marathon is exactly a week from the day that I'm recording. By the time this is out, I will have already ran it. But I think if not last week, the week prior, I was just having such an off week where I like did not want to run at all, which is wild because at this point I ran, I worked for months to like get to this goal of being able to run, you know, 20 plus miles and being able to like successfully be ready for race day. And I had a moment that week that I was really struggling where I was like, I just, I know I came all this way, but I'm literally not going to run this race. Like I just am, my body's so exhausted. I don't want to keep doing this. And thankfully, you know, had to be disciplined and kind of push past it and, and keep running my crazy long runs. And now I'm a week out from marathon day and I just know and I know that it'll be so worth it once I'm on the other side. So I think that that's actually kind of a big challenge I've been going through. It's like the last bit of like mental and physical grind before I get to the other side of the race. So that's mine. I feel like even with good things, like that's such a great thing, but it's like even the best things have challenges. Yes. So it's like constantly such an intentional choice. But for me, I didn't have like a set circumstance, but I was mentioning this to you right before we started recording. But I, for whatever reason, have, I feel like I've always been kind of an anxious person or I'm inclined to be more like anxiety oriented. Mm. But normally it's like circumstantial. And so I'm good at just like I can catch it so quick now where I'm like I'm shutting you down I know your patterns <laughs> <laughs> but this week I felt anxiety that hasn't been circumstantial like a body thing that's out of my control and so I am grateful for it because it's there's something so beautiful about recognizing your own limits mm. and obviously it like stinks in the moment and you don't want to deal with it but 
it just like is so powerful that we are humans and that we have limits and recognizing that is something that I'm learning and choosing to be grateful for. Mm. Wow. That's a wonderful answer. I love that. Thanks. We are human and we have limits. It's so good. <laughs> So that concludes our episode. We are so excited to see you guys in the next one. Yay. Love you guys. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. We pray this episode was encouraging and life-giving. If you found it valuable, please share it with a friend, leave a review, and subscribe. And be sure to follow us along over on Instagram at With Love Always Podcast. Signing off with all of our love always, Bree and Marissa.